Alrighty. Alright. Let's hop to it. Okay. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Making Monday Magic. I'm Margie. And I'm Mel. This podcast provides tools and practices to help reclaim your power and tap into the magic within. Yes, the magic within. And today we're going to touch on how to dive into self-love practices. Self-care. Yes. And, and how it looks so many different ways. Like it's not just what you think. It goes a little bit deeper. So we're going to riff back and forth about that. And it's a little bit lighter. It's not quite as deep as shadow work. It gets to be a little more fun. Yeah, this is this topic is definitely more fun. And so I don't worry. Healing's <laughs> not all hard. Yeah, healing work. can be fun too. So let's start off, Melanie. Tell me like some of those newer self-love practices when you like made that decision i'm taking my power back i'm gonna care for me what are some of the more fun ways that you showed up for yourself okay so the one that comes to mind right off the bat was just dressing myself in clothes that felt fun to me so to give you a little background my mom owned a gymnastics gym growing up and i was always in the gym and if i wasn't at the gym i was a three-sport athlete i was always in athletic wear i was always had my hair up it, it was just like not a very girly lifestyle and that carried on into my adulthood everything was just like practical I can remember a time in my life where I did like to dress up in my younger 20s but looking back it's just because I wanted so badly for people to look at me right you know which, totally you know so dressing up in a way that felt good to me and made me feel like myself was a very fun practice because when I began, I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah. And just like experimenting with yeah. what you feel fun in and what looks good for you, not yeah. for anybody else. So going back to the mirror work, I'm actually looking at myself in a loving way mm. and not just looking at the parts of myself that I hated. So I... I started just doing it in little ways, like even buying things that I felt were like pretty yeah. or maybe like a scarf that I could like play with and just like wear just fun things. Yeah, so that's that was the first practice for me. What's something that you started doing? Kind of going in with that, like when I went deep into self-love, I decided I wasn't going to go out anymore, like to bars or, you know, do any of the things for a while, no alcohol, just while I was getting my head right. Um, and so with that money, I started going... Well, not only money, but time and space. Yeah, time, space, and money. I was like, let's invest this back into me somehow. And it was little fun ways, like you're saying, like... Um, I wanted to get my nails done, a mani-pedi. I wanted to get a massage every month. I wanted to um, buy really soft things. When I was really in the depths of the healing, I would go and get every soft blanket, robe, like fuzzy pajama, because I wanted to be at home and comfortable and safe. And so I just did everything that could make me feel the most like beautiful and comfy and secure. So I hear you saying 
you got things that made you feel the way you wanted to feel. So that means self-care is wrapped around the ways that you want to feel about yourself. Right. And I think the the bigger picture is that your outer world reflects your inner world. So uh, if if you don't know where to start outside, if lots of things are going on wrong, like job is bad, relationships in shambles, this, that, and the other, start with you mm-hmm. because everything As else... Within, so without. Yep, everything else will follow. So I felt if I was treating myself like fuzzy, soft, beautiful, like, yes, queen, you deserve this massage. Yes, girl, go take that class. Do whatever <laughs> you want. And like you were saying, I would dress up and I would add, go look at the mirror and be like, damn, girl, you looking good, you know? <laughs> and just hype yourself up because you're creating that to reflect you on the outside. Now your world is gonna be soft and comfy and fuzzy and fun and yeah. So I want to dip a little bit into the fact that we're talking, you you show up and you start to do the fun things that are just like right on the top of your mind. Like, trust me, just show up and say, what would feel fun right now? And that will, you will get And it can even be like, if you're not going to leave the house, it can be take a bath, read a book, light a candle. I mean, the easiest thing. Yeah. The thing that feels good to you. Let's go into now how these self-care practices will begin building on themselves because as you start doing the shadow work and you start meeting the little girl within or little boy within you will realize you need other self-care right and i think a good way to do this is habit stacking which one of my professors taught me and i know there's many books written about it but you can start to stack those practices in a way where it's more like effective time-wise such as um, for affirmations or something. If you really want to get good about your skincare routine and you also really want to get good about your mirror work, yeah. what we're going to do is while I'm in the mirror putting on my toner and lotion, I'm going to be saying affirmations the whole time. So I've heard about tying it to an activity that you already do mindlessly every single day, like brushing your teeth. Right. Yep. That's a good one too. So you attach those habits to that. So you're doing that all at once. You were already going to be there anyways. Right. And that's, that's awesome. And then Um, I know for me also, it felt like I wanted to keep myself busy because my head, it was so much going on. You know, you're processing a lot. You're thinking a lot. Um, So I decided to keep myself busy in healthy ways. So I know for you, like you really leaned into working out. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So um, for me, I was thinking about what would make me feel just feel better in my body. I had a background the past couple of years prior to uh, me beginning healing work, I was in upper back pain. And so that took me down a path of looking how to get out of pain. It was it was very like, it wasn't the self-care you think about, like I just wanted to be out of pain. So I started seeing like a massage therapist and a physical therapist. Finally, the physical therapist attached Um, working out to feeling better for me because they made me realize that I had weakness in certain areas. I was carrying stress in certain Mm -hmm. areas. And when I strengthened the weak parts and softened the stress parts, it got me out of pain. So it seemed very logical to go down that path because it is what brought me out of pain. It wasn't something that I thought, well, I'm going to work out because I want to be the strongest person in the world. Right. It was, I'm going to work out because this makes me feel better. Right. Truly. 
Right. And that's so important for any of these steps is it takes a lot of doing it for you, Mm -hmm. um, not doing it for someone else or because somebody else wants you to work out or look a certain way. The best results come from when it's uh, your conscious choice. Right. And I think for me, yoga, you know, and I love to work out too, but Melanie's definitely the fit queen. (laughs) Um, I just found a lot of relief in my body with yoga because mm-hmm. um so start practical yeah you know the body does store the body remembers everything the body keeps the score great book um and a really good way to start healing is to work through maybe some things you didn't realize you were even carrying so yeah. gentle stretching and i know like physical activity of the body takes many different forms so don't think that you have to work out or you have to do yoga ask yourself what do i want to do right maybe it's a long walk or like a dance party in or your kitchen too yeah who knows anything that feels right for you but start exploring your body maybe i think any movement is good. I yeah, think so anytime you're moving, it's good. Yeah, just movement. Move your body in whatever way that feels good. Another thing I want to explore with you is just therapy in general. I know for me, as I started doing all of this work, I was processing so much so quickly and doing so much self-care that I, I started to feel um, pretty worn out or like I needed support. So can you talk to us a little bit about therapy and how um, how how therapy runs through your life? Definitely. Um, shameless plug, I am a therapist. <laughs> we love therapy. <laughs> yeah, we definitely love therapy so much. So um, she, you're coming at it from a different angle than I will. A little bit different. And it's I became a therapist out of wanting to help others because of the trauma I'd experienced. Mm. Um, and so for me, therapy was tricky because I felt kind of like I already knew the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and many therapists will tell you that like therapists need therapy probably like more than any anybody like we really need it because we're picking up other problems Absolutely. as well you're not even dealing with your own problems you're dealing with a lot of people's problems but i i had to uh, kind of drop that guard i really struggled to go back into therapy because i was like oh i'm i know what they'll say i know what the trigger is i know what the solution is but there is nothing like having a completely unbiased, un, you know, unrelated to you set of ears just listening. Even if when I didn't get a response that was powerful or she maybe she didn't say something I, you know, wasn't going to already know. Mm-hmm. But it was a sounding board. For sure. And it was a way for me to almost work through my own thoughts out loud so outside of my talk head. talk about the fact that you're not going to therapy for your therapist to save you. You no. are your own healer. You will save yourself. Correct. That third party is there as a presence or witness or sounding board or whatever you need it to be for you to be able to let your trauma live outside of your body. Yeah. And a great, a great therapist's job is to let you figure it out out in school we're really taught to kind of be there to guide you on your way of talking yourself through your things and provide tools um so i think that therapy is a really important thing for anybody because you're going to learn about yourself you're going to learn tools you didn't know and you're going to hear 
different ways of thinking about situations and thinking outside of maybe a box that you've put things in. Um, but I think therapy is a nice way to kind of take the big mess of everything and find little nuggets of wisdom and yeah. solution and peace with things. So how's therapy looked for you? Well, you know, I always looked at therapy as something I didn't need as well. I always thought because I was doing the self-care, I was doing the shadow work, I was doing all the things. I didn't need a therapist because I was on my shit and I was going to figure it out. Well, then I got to this point where I was just feeling so overwhelmed in my body and in my mind and it was affecting my sleep and I just felt like I needed some support, mm -hmm. some help. Support is such a good word for it. Yeah. And that's, it's no sign of weakness to Absolutely need support. Not. And I mean, at that point in time, I didn't have a community around me. Right. And we were talking um, very frequently at that point, but I was still in Oregon. I didn't have a community around me. The thing that was driving me to self-reflect was my relationship the one person right. that I had there so I did seek out therapy and the biggest thing I learned which this might be a spin for us is that you can in fact overdo self-care I did I did not leave enough room for integration and I got burnt out yeah absolutely you can burn out on self-care you definitely can. And I think that it's important to note that it's not always going to look the same. Um, like as I go through different phases of life and different things are important, my self-care practice looks different. Like yeah. when I was in the heat of that healing, it was breath work every morning, every night, mm -hmm. a walk every day. I also, I haven't mentioned this yet, I like to shower a lot as a self-care practice it's my way of uh, washing the vibe off, so yeah, to speak. Totally. So if, if I didn't like how I was feeling, my first go-to was to take a shower to wash it off, like Something, wash it off. One thing that I realized through self-care is that through discipline, like you're saying, all the time, every day, much more than you do now, you will find freedom in that and the space to give yourself breaks. Yeah. I agree. Um, the discipline to freedom is a big one. Um, the more you can stay connected to your practices, mm -hmm. the more it becomes like a ritual and the more it's not like, oh, I've got to do this or something. You can know? we talk about how um, having those rituals in your life opened up magic yeah. into your life and what magic means to you? Oh, yes, because we love to make <laughs> magic on Mondays. Um, absolutely. Especially breath work, mm -hmm. which is a big one for both of us, um, and yoga and all of it. But as soon as I started expecting the best, I knew it wasn't going to come today, maybe not tomorrow, but I had, I had already formulated that belief we talked last time where I said, I know it has to feel better than mm -hmm. this. I know it's going to feel better than this. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, universe, please show me like how good it can get. Like right. show me like the better that's out there. Right. And then through breath work and healing, um, we've talked about how at first for months I would cry. And so the breath work is this super powerful, we can link some breath works and show notes or something, but Absolutely. super powerful breathing techniques. 
and it was healing me at such a rapid rate mm -hmm. that I was sobbing as I'm releasing all this stored mm -hmm. stuff. And one of our good friends, Emily, would tell me one day it'll just be bliss and you'll laugh and you'll think, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I made it here. And that's exactly where we're at now. Um, it's magic and it's just breathing and it's me doing it for myself. But it's like sparkly, glittery. I'm getting messages from other realms. You know, I'm very woo-woo out there. We You'll come it. to find out. We love it. We but love therapy. We love woo-woo. We love it all. <laughs> but it just has opened so many doors to discover different yeah, everything glows. You know, I'm seeing life and everything is beautiful. It's all popping. We're 5D living. So this is this is what we mean when we say that self-care is so much deeper than just getting your nails done. But that is absolutely where it starts. If, exactly. that's, if that's what's calling to you. Right. And then sticking with that and watch what the world will reflect back to so you. So it feels uncomfortable. But when you start putting yourself first, the universe answers that with goodness yeah and all of a sudden you'll notice little things little sparks coming into your life that make your life feel better yeah um scott my lovely boyfriend he sent me something the other day about glimmers mm -hmm. oh yeah. i saw that the other yeah day. instead that. of triggers because you know i often can be like this is triggering this triggers me again healing is a journey it's a journey there's no destination <laughs> you will be on it forever but once you get rolling the momentum sure kicks in yeah once you're on that path you can yeah it almost goes so fast mel and i have both had moments where we're like holy Whoa. shit we might need to take a step for a second and let that settle well, in I'll look back at my life and say oh my gosh where i was four months ago feels like years yeah once you get trust us once you get the ball rolling there's like really no stopping it you're so, the only one that can stop that so ball. let's go into the realm of manifestation yes okay so this this can lead us a little bit into intentional imagination which is like Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my kind of way of looking at manifesting. And it's being super intentional about where your thoughts go for your life, for your future. So give me your opinion on this because I heard this the other day. I've heard it multiple times, actually. And I want your professional opinion. The body, the mind doesn't really know the difference between what you're thinking and telling it versus what is actually happening. And that's the magic behind manifestation. A hundred percent. If you want me to get real deep and weird, I fully believe that you are in charge of everything in front of you. Like everything in front of you is a reflection of what you've told yourself. It's going to be. Yeah. So if you're telling yourself it's, you know, it's not going to be good. I can never do this. I'm not going to make it. That's probably what the life is going to reflect back to you. Totally. But if your thoughts are, everything is always working out for me. Have like, you ever heard of the water and rice study? I will plug this in. So there are three cups of cooked rice and one cup, the people will, people or person will say negative things to it. The second, mm. nothing. And the third, loving thing right and the rice will rot or it will somewhat rot and then it will stay white right right yeah i actually have seen it yeah it's all very very true and so 
knowing that if you really realize how important that is i mean that's huge that's you are in with charge the of We're everything with the water you're filled with water right so we are literally taking vibrations of what we want and we are putting it into our body and then we're seeing it right exactly and that's so big and so what we tell ourselves is so important so if we're wanting to manifest this can be done in your head on paper in the mirror wherever you want it to be just be intentional about it be so sure that you're saying the things that are loving right that are producing the life you want so for me for example when i'm doing intentional imagination about my future I'm picturing my home with my family, you know, with my partner and our kids. I'm picturing us traveling the world, feeling abundant, successful. And so while I'm picturing that, I'm embodying the feeling like I'm lighting up inside. I'm smiling because it just feels so good. So you are you are experiencing the feeling right before it is here, right before it arrives, because I know it's coming. And so you tell the universe like, this is what I want to experience. You hold it in such a vibration. And I think Abraham says 17 seconds. And trust me, friends, you remember we talked about the fact that when you start on this journey, you can't even look yourself in the eye. Right, right. So, you know, just know, baby steps. know that it gets better and take baby steps and be gentle with yourself. Yeah. And just really think about what what does it want to feel like when you when you're looking for that better feeling? Mm-hmm. Try, see if you can like pinch a tiny taste of it for a minute and then every day a little more and a little bigger and a little bigger. And then life is going to just vibrate that back to you and not, maybe not immediately, but the only difference between where you're at and where you want to be is that change in your vibration. It really is. And it starts with the little things and it builds to the bigger things. So um, can you tell us something in your life that you manifested that that was kind of like an aha moment that you were like, oh my gosh. Can we talk about Scott? Yes, we should talk about Scott. We love Scott. (laughs) My lovely partner. And Um, I can attest to this whole entire story that I already know you're going to tell. I'm so excited. I'll just give you the cliff notes. Tell us how you, how you, God manifested. Man- so <laughs> I manifested girls your life. listen to what I did. <laughs> I literally took a piece of paper and I wrote man infestation because I like this is the man I'm getting in my life. You better believe I went home and <laughs> did the same thing. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I wrote it out and the qualities were like, you know, adores me, obsessed with me, like drives th- and then little things like tall drives me around because i you know i want to be like the chauffeur have be in the support passenger seat. yeah the supportive love give loves my love kid yeah that you've always wanted that right. you are giving yourself right now. so it was a super like kind of specific but like fu- almost fun it was a fun list to make you know yeah. i was just like what it will it be and you can get crazy specific yes i mean it can be as wide or as narrow as you want it to be for sure so i made that list and then i just kind of like crumpled it and put it somewhere and I folded it up, whatever, by like, you know, and um, we could say, oh, Ryan came to say hi. <laughs> hi <Ryan>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just waited. So that's the part is you have to trust you. Ha- I, right. I knew it was going to come. And I was not going to settle until that person showed up. So I was just going through life every day. Um, 
saying I'll know it when I see it. You know, I won't make what I see be it. That is one of my favorite quotes. Yes. And and I just knew he would come. And as different guys would ask me out along the way, they I knew it wasn't that. I just knew it wasn't that person and I would feel it. And I trusted the universe. That's the trust that I knew I was worthy of this person. And if I was patient and waited, he would pop up into my life. And I would say it was probably like two years after I wrote the list. So let that give you an idea of patience. And let's talk about the fact that you trusted yourself. Again, that is something that is built over time. When you start putting yourself first and you start to feel better, right. the trust builds. Right. So, and you, you no longer want to accept um, the love that the hurt, the unhealed you was accepting. Right. And l let's also talk about the fact that Scott's... Um, he is a reflection of the work you did for yourself. So this is not saying, well, I want the, the most perfect person and I'm not going to do anything and, right. they're, and they're just going to show up. Right. It is a reflection of the work you do within right. that reflects outwardly. And I think that that goes to be the same with anything. So for me, maybe it was the relationship, but for anybody, maybe it's a dream job or, uh, moving to a favorite state or whatever it is. Or facing a fear. Like right. maybe you've got a fear that's keeping you from living your best life. Right. And you want to face that fear. You have to have a lot of self-trust. Yeah. And you've got it. Yeah. And it all starts with self-love. So I oh, Ryan, do you want to come say hi? Margie's son just came up with little the, cameo. The, the He's got his feather boas the on. Cutest fo <laughs> feather boa. You want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> Is that all? Do you need anything? Okay. Just a little break from the baby boy there. <laughs> but yeah, so that would be a good example for me. And so let's hear from you before we wrap up. Um, like what one was one of your aha manifestation moments that you've had where you were like, oh my God, that worked. <laughs> I really feel like um, this is actually a big thing. But going back to the relationship I was in in Oregon, I wanted my relationship to end in a healthy and loving way. And at that point, it seemed pretty impossible. My only experience with um, relationships and relationships ending were pretty toxic. Um, but I believed that it was possible to end love with love. And so I had written down how I wanted to exit my relationship, how I wanted to leave feeling for my partner, what I wanted for my partner, what I wanted for me. And the, the first time that I noticed that what I wanted could come to be was when I told myself that I was gonna be brave enough to tell my partner that I wasn't happy and that mm. it was going to be received and we were gonna move from there with love. And that felt impossible. I was like, no, I'm gonna tell my partner I'm not happy and it's gonna be a fight and it's gonna be terrible. And Some dramatic blow up. Yes, so I had to sit with that for months before I told my partner I wasn't happy because the person that would have said I'm not happy when I wrote that was not ready for the experience that I wanted. And I knew that. Mm. So that's you had to get yourself in alignment 
with what you wanted to receive. Exactly. So when you write your manifestations, know that it is going to take work on your end. Yes. And that's it. You've got to get yourself into the place that aligns with what exactly it is you're wanting. Exactly. And that's all on you. It's really all starts and begins with you. Every single part of it. Absolutely. So, um, you know, eventually months later, I finally felt brave enough to say to my partner with so much love, I'm not happy here. I'm willing to do the work, but I want to have a conversation about this. And that felt very hard for me because I came from a childhood where my parents never fought because they never communicated at all. Yeah. So to communicate so vulnerably with my partner felt so scary. Definitely. So this manifestation was like something when I wrote it down, there's no way I could do it because it felt too scary. Right. So in a lot of ways, when I did it, it, it I did manifest it, but I manifested it myself yeah i got myself over that fear so as much as you are making the manifestations and bringing them in yourself it is also being matched in a lot of ways that are very magical and mystical and woo woo right you're co-creating with the universe at all times um so trust the universe the universe always has your back and trust yourself because your highest good is somewhere tapping in there waiting to be And there's so untouched. much goodness on the other side, friends. Just start small. Start, start where small you can. And, don't, and just keep going. Don't stop. You've got this and we love you. So remember that you are the magic in every Monday. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.